Welcome to the Canine PT Academy podcast. Business lessons for canine rehabilitation therapists. Introducing your host, Dr. Francisco Maya. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of the Canine PT Academy podcast, Business Lessons for Canine Rehabilitation Therapist. Let me start by saying how excited I am to finally get this project going, releasing a podcast where I can, on a weekly basis, teach on a topic that it is important to me and I know it's helpful to you all, has been something that I've been wanting to do for a long time. And just finally seeing this project come into fruition and seeing this episode getting launched, it's really a dream come true. And I'm so excited about it. And I'm very much look forward for everything that is going to kind of like come along with it as well. To start off, I had a series of topics that I've been thinking through the last probably year or so on things that I wanted to talk about when I release a podcast. And then it was actually very hard to choose. Like, what topic do I talk about at first? But I chose today to talk about business ownership and having an abundance mindset. And before we kind of like dive deep into that, there's just some things that I wanted to say. First of all, for those who do not know me, I can come out kind of strong sometimes. I can be very opinionated. And today's main topic is near and dear to my heart. And one thing I'll preface, not just with today's episode, but actually, you know, every episode moving forward is that I know that I'm not always right. I know that there are other ways of doing things, that the way I do things is not the only way of doing things. But what I'm going to be sharing with you guys are lessons that I have learned things that I know it works, especially when running a canine rehabilitation business. But it doesn't mean necessarily that you need to agree with me on everything. But as the host of this podcast, I thought it was very important for those who maybe do not know me yet to get to know me today and get to understand where I come from and why I have certain beliefs and opinions. Okay. So because of that, let me just start very briefly telling a little bit about my journey and how I got to this point in my life as a canine rehabilitation therapist. So As you may have noticed by now, my accent is a little bit different. I was born in Brazil. I lived there for the first 20 years of my life before I moved to the United States in 2005 and became a U.S. citizen 10 years later in 2015. And I grew up playing soccer. Like most Brazilians, that was my passion. It's still something I very much enjoy doing today, watching soccer on TV. And as a soccer player, I gradually found myself fascinated by the body mechanics, by body movement, and like just anatomy in general, which led me into knowing from like about the time I was like 13 or 14 years of age that I wanted to be a physical therapist. I was really drawn into it because of those things. So like I mentioned, I moved to the United States and then I completed my doctor of physical therapy degree from the University of Pittsburgh in 2012. But in 2013, 13, I had a life-changing thing happen to me, which is, it wasn't an experience per se, but it was when I first heard about canine rehabilitation being a thing. And me as a physical therapist, being able to go through extra training to get certified to work with dogs. And as soon as I heard that that was a possibility, I knew right away that that's what I wanted it to be doing. And I decided to just go full in and get certified, even though 
at that point in time, I could find very, very little information about the field in general, and especially about what was the outlook for the field. Like, would I even be able to find a job afterwards? If I were able to find a job, how much could I expect to get paid? Like, there was very, very little information out there about it. But I knew, I knew deep down that that was something that I wanted to do sooner or later in my life. But that was just a a point in time where it was a good time for me to get certified. So I just went full in with the support of my wife and just going with the mindset of like, I'll figure it out later what to do with this. So went through the certification training and then in 2015, completed my CCRT through the K-9 Rehabilitation Institute here in the United States. And shortly after I did that, my wife and I moved from Pittsburgh to Chicago. And now here's the, the really ironic part of this whole story of my journey is that I actually never, ever wanted it to be a business owner. And, you know, that's very, very ironic, but seriously, I remember actually sitting in a very basic business class that we had in PT school and the instructor asked a class, I think we had about 45 people in our class, like who in the class wished to own a business one day. And I remember half of the class, including myself, did not raise their hands. And I clearly remember like vividly me thinking, it's like, why would someone ever want to do that? And yet here I am today having the time of my life running a very successful clinic here in Chicago, while at the same time mentoring other canine rehabilitation therapists into doing the same thing. So how did that happen? How did I go from being someone who had no, no desire whatsoever on being a business owner into now really enjoying this and coaching, teaching people how to do this? So let me get to that part of the story. So as we moved to Chicago, I worked for a standalone rehabilitation veterinary clinic for a couple of years, but gradually realized that for a multitude of reasons that I just wanted it to do things differently. And maybe that was just part of my personality. I have always been someone ever since I was a teenager that didn't conform to the norm and just wanted it to do things differently. But I just figured out over time that I wanted it to structure my sessions in a different way. I wanted it to focus less on specific modalities of treatment and more on empowering the parents through exercises and using my hands because I was trained at the University of Pittsburgh very heavily as a manual therapist. And I just wanted to be able to implement that more on my treatment plans. And I wanted to be able to build a true relationship with my clients without getting rushed from one patient to the other. But ultimately, if I really think about it, the thing that I wanted the most was to just be valued as a physical therapist and not be seen as a glorified veterinary assistant who was getting severely underpaid given my skill set and knowledge as a doctor of physical therapy. So almost five years ago now, actually, in the fall of 2017, I left that and I opened the KNIPT here in Chicago. And for the first couple of years, it was a real, real grind to kind of like get that going. And it was a mobile business with me just by myself driving all over Chicago. And while I was seeing patients, also trying to figure it out how to make this business thing work, which I had absolutely no clue about anything about business. And it shouldn't be surprised to anyone probably listening to this podcast, but I have spoken to veterinarians and I know from a personal experience as a physical therapist too, that we don't learn about 
business-related topics in school, or if we do, it's just very, 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 very basic. But suddenly, I have found myself in a situation where if I didn't figure this out, then my dream of been doing canine rehabilitation on my own terms would just be vanished. So that led me into this journey of just consuming and learning everything that I could related to business. And I really, really dove deep into it. I was reading tons of books about it, signing up for all sorts of different courses, coaching programs, attending numerous conferences throughout the year, just trying to be a sponge into all of this and just take in as much as I could. And then little by little, trying to implement things and see what worked and what didn't work for my business. And the thing about it is that I just could not get enough of That was the really, really funny thing about it. And over time, not only led into us growing the KNIPT from being just me, mobile, driving all over Chicago, seeing patients, into now a 2,500 square foot facility uh, with eight staff members in addition to myself, but also, like I said, me actually helping and mentoring other canine rehabilitation therapists into how to do the same. And that's the thing that it is really fascinating is that we tend to think that people who are successful in business had some sort of gene, some sort of predisposition that just make who they are. And it really isn't because that wasn't who I wanted it to be. But I just really immersed myself into it. And yes, I ended up really enjoying that too, which it does make a big difference that I enjoy learning about marketing. I enjoy learning about sales and operations and all sorts of stuff that we're going to be talking throughout the episodes for this podcast. But that's the thing. It was just like I made something that I enjoyed and I didn't wait for something that I enjoyed to come to me. And at first... There were only physical therapists that I was coaching and mentoring through these programs because those are the people who knew me. Those are the people who I knew it as well. But then the cool thing about it is that over time, I started to coach more and more veterinarians as well. They're working this field of rehabilitation in some way or another. And that has been the really cool thing about it, that now I'm coaching veterinarians, I'm coaching physical therapists, I've coached veterinary technicians, and it's just creating something that sometimes you just don't see in our field, which is the topic of today, which is us just all working together and having an abundance mindset. So now that you know a little bit about me and my journey, let's talk about today's main topic, which is having an abundance mindset as a business owner in the field of canine rehabilitation. And the thing about it, and not saying that I wasn't guilty of it myself in the past as well, is that sometimes I just see too many examples of people in our field, just having a scarcity mindset. And personally, the thing that I've learned over time is that I really don't see anyone else as a competitor for the KNIPT, which is my clinic here in Chicago. And sometimes when I say that, people ask me, he's like, how is that? How don't you see other clinics in your area, even the one where you worked at as a competitor? And what I can tell you is that that wasn't always necessarily the case, especially right away when I opened my business. But what I've realized over time is that we're all running our own race. We all have different goals and dreams of what we want for our business. And because of that, our business are going to be very different. Our goals are going to be very different. Some of us want to stay small while others want to have a large facility with the latest technology and equipment. Some of us want to have a business where maybe we only work a few days a week 
or maybe we're done earlier in the day, every day, so we can pick up our kids at school, while others have the desire and the aspiration to grow a team that's going to help them achieve their dream. And we're all different. And that's what it took me a little bit, but I've realized over time is that because we were all different, because we have different goals and aspirations in our life and in our business, then we are all running a different business. We're all running our own race. But just because we're running a different race, it does not mean that we don't benefit from each other's success. And I really, really, really mean it. And I am very proud of not just talking the talk, but actually walking the walk. And what I mean by that is even through my mentoring programs, I actually mentor a couple of rehab vets in the Chicago area and a canine physical therapist as well into how to grow and scale their business. Those are people who have a clinic just less than 10 miles down from my clinic. Those are people who have a mobile business that would be potentially competing with people who could be going to my clinic. But the way I see it, is that we all benefit from it. There are plenty of dogs who need our help and simply not enough of us that can help them. And not only that, but the way I see it as well is that if they win it, then I'm winning as well. If I can help other canine rehabilitation therapists showcase how rehabilitation can help their pets, then we all won because more parents will be aware that rehabilitation is even an option. If I can help a so-called competitor grow their clientele and also grow their influence in the veterinary community surrounding us to the point where more people are looking for rehab services, either to come to us or to go to them, then because of them, how am I not winning in that scenario? How is the field of canine rehabilitation as a whole not winning in that scenario where more veterinarians, either in general practice or surgeons and parents, have been exposed to canine rehabilitation as an option? Because let's face it, we all know that that's a major struggle that we face when we talk about marketing. It is about actually educating the community, both the pet owner community and the veterinary community, that canine rehabilitation is actually an option for a lot of instances. And that's why if you know me, you know I advocate for what I call true unity and collaboration in our field. And if you don't believe in that, then you're likely not going to connect with me. You're not going to connect with my beliefs. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that either. But I believe that all of us who work in the field of canine rehabilitation, no matter if you're a physical therapist, veterinarian, chiropractors, massage therapists, and so forth, I believe that all of us have something to contribute to this field and our patients. And that we do not, and I really, really emphasize, do not need to be under the same roof to be able to do so. I believe and I'll always fight for qualified and trained professionals to be able to work in collaboration, but not necessarily under the direct supervision, meaning under the same roof from the referring veterinarian. And at the same time, I'll always advocate for other professionals such as physical therapists and chiropractors who are trained to work with animals to collaborate with the referring veterinarian and not just try to do this on their own without a proper referral. And why is that? It's because limiting everyone to have to work under direct supervision, under the same roof, only limits access to care. Doing so only limits pet owners' option on how to best help their pets. 
And of course, I'll never advocate for any untrained professional to work in this field. And that can be a whole other issue by itself too. But there is no reason as to why a physical therapist or a chiropractor, for example, who have completed extensively training to work their craft with animals shouldn't be allowed to do so while collaborating with their patients' veterinarians, but without having to be under the same roof as them. An abundance mindset like that will not only help our field, but I promise that it will also help your business and your general outlook in life as well. Thank you for listening to another episode of the K9 PT Academy podcast, Business Lessons for K9 Rehabilitation Therapists. If you enjoyed what we had to say, please make sure to share or subscribe to our podcast or even leave us a review. You can also email us at hello at k9ptacademy.com. That's hello at k9ptacademy.com with any questions or suggestions. And go to k9ptacademy.com to find more resources and content, including our fee calculator spreadsheet, which is absolutely free and will help you determine how much you should be charging for your sessions. Because let's face it, determining what we should be charging is one of the biggest struggles we have as business owners in the canine rehabilitation field. You can also find all of that information and more under the show notes. Finally, I would just like to add a disclaimer that any of my thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are mine and mine alone, and in no way reflect the opinion or position of any other organization or company I may be associated with. Thank you for listening, and remember, if you're not having fun and enjoying life or running your business, then what's the point in doing so? So please go ahead and start having some fun.